Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the Scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome once again to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year. You're probably going to get sick of hearing me say that. Today we are... Day 15, January 15, if you started on the 1st of January. Um, Genesis chapter 31, chapter 32, and Matthew chapter 11 is where we will be reading today back to the book of Genesis. Jacob has had some conflict with his father-in-law Laban. He decides to return to his homeland. Laban doesn't really want Jacob to go home because uh, Jacob being around has really uh, caused him to prosper. Laban pursues him, but God intervenes. Uh, We'll be reading about that. Then in Genesis chapter 32, Jacob prepares to meet his estranged brother Esau after many years of separation. Uh, You remember they had some conflict in the past. He's going to be a little nervous about seeing his brother again. His life is full of conflict, but Jacob also has a very special encounter that we're going to read about. He receives a blessing, and as a result, a new name, Israel which means he who strives with God. Then on to Matthew chapter 11 in the New Testament, Jesus is addressing crowds about John the Baptist. And he also talks about how people respond to both John and himself. And he highlights the fickle nature of people's reactions, which I suppose we're all guilty of that at times. A few things to consider uh, as we read today is how people reject Jesus despite... um, you know, seeing his miracles in the scripture and what he teaches. And you know, in spite of those things, they still reject him. I've heard people say, well, if I saw Jesus do this or perform that miracle, then I believe him. But there's lots of people who saw Jesus do lots of amazing things and still didn't believe he was who he said he is. Or I should say he is who he said he is, not was. Uh, something else to think about as we read today is conflict, reconciliation. When we think about Jacob and Esau and how God might... Uh, work in those in our own lives. Well, let's go to our reading. We're going to read uh, three chapters of scripture today. Genesis chapter 31, 32, Matthew chapter 11. Then we'll come back after that for a few devotional thoughts and meditations for today. Uh, Genesis chapter 31. Let's read. It says, now Jacob heard the words of Laban's son saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's and he's gotten all his wealth from what was our father's. Jacob saw the look of Laban and saw he was not congenial toward him as before. And then the Lord said to Jacob, return to the land of your fathers, to your family, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and lay into the field where his flock was and said to them, I see your father's demeanor that he is not congenial toward me as before, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that with all my strength, I have served your father. Your father has deceived me and changed my wages 10 times, but God did not allow him to hurt me. If he said the speckled will be your wages, then all the flock produced speckled. If he said the striped will be your pay, then all the flock produced striped. In this way, God has taken away your father's flock and given them to me. When the livestock conceived, I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream that the male goats mating with the flock were striped, speckled, and spotted. The angel of God spoke to me in a dream saying, Jacob, 
And I said, here I am. He said, now lift up your eyes and see all the male goats, which mate with the flock are striped, speckled, and spotted. For I've been all that Laban has done for you to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar, where you vowed a vow to me. Now arise and get out of this land and return to the land of your family. Rachel and Leah answered him, is there any portion of inheritance left for us in our father's house? Are we not seen by him as foreigners? For he has sold us and has completely spent our money also. For all the riches which God has taken from our father are yours and our children's. Now then, whatever God has said to you, do it. Then Jacob rose and set his sons and wives on camels. Then he carried away all his livestock and all his goods which he had obtained, his acquired livestock which he had gotten in Padam Aram in order to go to Isaac his father in the land of Canaan. When Laban went to shear his sheep, Rachel stole the household idols that were her father's. Jacob also deceived Laban the Syrian by not telling him that he was fleeing. So Jacob fled with all that he had and he arose up and passed over the river and headed towards the mountains of Gilead. Laban was told on the third day that Jacob had fled. He took his kinsmen with him and pursued him for seven days until they caught up with him in the mountains of Gilead. But God came to Laban the Syrian in a dream by night and said to him, take care that you speak to Jacob, neither good nor bad. Then Laban overtook Jacob. Now Jacob pitched his tent on the mountain and Laban with his kinsmen pitched in the mountains of Gilead. Laban said to Jacob, what have you done that you have stolen away without my knowing and carried away my daughters like captives taken with the sword? Why did you flee away secretly and sneak away from me and not tell me? I would have sent you away with joy and with songs, with the tambourine and harp. And why did you not permit me to kiss my sons and my daughters farewell? You have acted foolishly in doing so. It is in my power to do you harm. But the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Take care that you not speak to Jacob, either good or bad. Now you surely have gone away because you long desperately after your father's house. Yet why have you stolen my gods? And Jacob answered and said to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I thought that you would take your daughters from me by force. But anyone with whom you find your gods, let him not live. In the presence of our kinsmen, point out what I have that is yours and take it. For Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. So Laban sent, went into Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent and into the two female servants' tent, but he did not find them. Then he went out to Leah's tent and entered into Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the household idols and put them in the camel's saddle and sat on them. Laban searched the entire tent but could not find them. She said to her father, let not my Lord be displeased that I cannot rise before you for the manner of women is on me. So he searched, but he did not find the household idols. Then Jacob became angry and berated Laban. And Jacob asked Laban, what is my offense? What is my sin that you have so hotly pursued me? You have searched all my things. And yet what have you found of all your household things? Set it here before my kinsmen and your kinsmen so that they may judge between us both. This 20 years I have been with you. Your ewes and your female goats have not miscarried. They're young, and the male goats of your flock I have not eaten. That which was torn by beasts I did not bring to you. I bore the loss of it. You required it from my hand, whether it was stolen by day or stolen by night. It was like this with me. In the day the heat consumed me, in frost by night, and my sleep fled from my eyes. I have been 20 years in your house. I have served you 14 years for your two daughters, six years for your flock, and you've changed my wages 10 times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had not been with me, surely you would have sent me away empty by now. 
God has seen my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuked you last night. Laban answered and said to Jacob, these daughters are my daughters and these children are my children and the flocks are my flocks and all that you see is mine. But what can I do this day to my daughters or to their children whom they have born? Now, therefore, come, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it be a witness between you and me. So Jacob took a stone and set it up for a pillar. Jacob said to his kinsmen, gather stones. So they took stones and made a pile, and they ate there on the pile. And Laban called it Jager Sahadutha, but Jacob called it Gilead. Laban said, this pile is a witness between you and me this day. Therefore, its name was called Galid and Mitzpah, for he said, may the Lord watch between you and me. And when we are apart from one another, if you mistreat my daughters, or if you take other wives besides my daughters, although no one else is with us, remember that God is witness between you and me. Then Laban said to Jacob, see this pile and see this pillar, which I have thrown between you and me. This heap is a witness and this pillar is a witness so that I will not cross over this pile to you so that you will not pass over this pile and this pillar to me for harm. The God of Abraham, the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. Then Jacob vowed by the fear of his father Isaac. Then Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and called his kinsmen to eat bread. Then they ate bread and stayed all night on the mountain. Early in the morning, Laban rose up, kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and blessed them. Then Laban departed and returned to his place. Genesis chapter 32. Jacob went on his way. And the angels of God met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's camp. So he called the name of the place Mahanaim. Jacob sent messengers before him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. He commanded them, saying, This is what you must say to my lord Esau. This is what your servant Jacob says. I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. I have oxen and donkeys, flocks and male servants, and female servants, and I'm sending this message to tell my Lord so that I may find favor in your sight. The messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We went to your brother Esau. He is coming to meet you, and what is more, 400 men are with him. Then Jacob was very afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that were with him, along with the flocks and herds and the camels into two groups. He said, If Esau comes to the one camp and attacks it, then the other camp which is left may escape. Then Jacob said, O God, my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, the Lord who said to me, Return to your country, to your relatives, and I will prosper you. I am not worthy of all the loving kindness and all the faithfulness which you have shown to your servant. For with my staff I crossed the Jordan, and now I have become two encampments. Deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him that he will come and attack me and the mothers with the children." You said, I will surely prosper you and make your descendants as the sand of the sea, which is too many to be counted. So he spent the night there. Then he selected from what he had with a gift for his brother Esau, 200 female goats, 20 male goats, 200 ewes, and 20 rams, 30 female camels with their colts, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys, and 10 male donkeys. He gave them to his servants. Every drove by itself and said to his servants, pass over before me and keep a distance between each drove. He commanded the lean one saying, when my brother Esau meets you and asks you saying, to whom do you belong and where are you going and to whom do these animals belong? Then you are to say they belong to your servant Jacob. They are a gift 
sent to my Lord Esau, and he is also behind us. Likewise, he commanded the second and third and all that followed the drove, saying, This is what you're saying to say to Esau when you find him. Moreover, say, Your servant Jacob is behind us, for he said, I will appease him with the gift that goes before me, and then I will see his face. Perhaps he will accept me. So the gift went before him, but he lodged that night in the encampment. The same night he arose and took his two wives, his two female servants, and led his 11 sons and crossed over the ford of Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream along with all that they had. Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him there until daybreak. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched the socket of his thigh, so the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated as he wrestled with him. Then he said, let me go for the day breaks. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, your name will no no more be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have fought with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, tell me, I pray you your name. But he said, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him. Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, saying, I have seen God face to face, and my life has been preserved. As he crossed over Peniel, the sun rose over him, and he was limping on his thigh. Therefore, to his day, to this day, the children of Israel do not eat the sinew which is attached to the socket of the thigh, because he touched the socket of Jacob's thigh in the sinew of the hip. Over to Matthew chapter 11 in the New Testament. When Jesus finished instructing his 12 disciples, he departed from there to teach and preach in their cities. Now, when John had heard in prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, are you he who should come or should we look for another? Jesus answered them, go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, the poor have the gospel preached to them. Blessed is he who does not fall away because of me. As they departed, Jesus began to say to the crowds concerning John, What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind. If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing. Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written. Look, I am sending you my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I say to you, among those who are born of women, there is risen no greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven is forcefully advanced, and the strong take it by force, for all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you're willing to receive it, he is Elijah, who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But to what shall I liken this generation? It's like sitting in the markets calling to their friends, saying, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge for you, to you, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, He is a gluttonous man, a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is justified by her children. Then he began to reprimand the cities where the most of his mighty works were done, because they did not repent. Woe to you! Chorazin, woe to you, Bethsaida, for if the mighty works which we are done in you had not been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have been repented, they would have 
repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes, but I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than you. And you, Capernaum, who is exalted toward heaven, will be brought down to Hades. For if the mighty works which have been done in you have been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say to you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to infants. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in your sight. All things are delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and he to whom the Son will reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavily burdened. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh, what a great way to finish the reading for today. Um, yeah, those are what, what great passages. I always say that about every Bible passage I read. I'm like, oh, this is amazing, but they, they're all amazing. The whole thing is. Um, Genesis chapter two, 32. Um, Jacob wrestles with God in Genesis chapter 32, and God gives him a new name that means he who strives with God or he who wrestles with God. Um, in what ways do our struggles and encounters with God shape our identity and deepen our understanding of who we are and God's purpose for our lives? Um, struggle, suffering, and reconciling that with an all-powerful creator is something that a lot of people struggle with, but... I think that's often the case because we don't recognize the value of suffering because there is value in difficulty. There is value in suffering. It helps us grow and God uses those things to grow us. In Matthew chapter 11, Jesus, as we finished with, gives us an invitation to find rest in him and consider that invitation to find rest in Jesus and how we can actively embrace the yoke of Christ and experience the rest that he promises, especially in the midst of life challenges. But at the same time, not turn rest and recreation into an idol. Just a few things, thoughts, meditations, questions to help settle us in God's word for the day. Well, thank you as always for listening in and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. Even if the drums start beating.